Emergency services. Please, you gotta help me. There's this weird guy. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am, call us when you're dead. What the fuck? Welcome back, callers, to another episode of Call Us When You're Dead. I'm Keith. And I'm Ryan. And on today's episode, we are covering the case of Belva Gardner. I mean, that sounds like an interesting case. It is quite an interesting case. That's just an interesting name. It, it is actually an interesting name. Uh, you want to hear something else that I found out real interesting? Well, sure. wild, I guess, is the oh. broader term. All right, wild now. Okay, so my grandma and me were talking today, and she told me there was a woman that just recently got caught for murder. Do you want to know how many murders she's committed? How many? At the age of 30. Age of 30. Do you you have a guess? Well, I have a feeling it's a wild number, so I'll say 72. 186? What the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. Do you want to know why she's claiming that she's committed all of these murders? I'm hoping dementia, I guess. Oh, well, no. Insanity from her menstrual cramps. Oh. So, all of my female callers out there, I want you to write me and let me know. Have you ever had cramps so bad that you went on a murder spree? Because (laughs) I went back and I was like, okay, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say she only did one murder once a month. Okay, because that's when that happens. It's a once a month thing. She's 30, and the amount of murders that she's committed goes back 15 and a half years ago. If she did one a month, just one a month. So your number would be around 80. So it would mean, no, it would mean that she started when she was 15 and a half years old and murdered somebody every single month, starting when she was 15 and a half. Goodness. To get to 30 now. She has tried to. <laughs> I get, get this. The FBI was terrified of her when they met her. Somebody gave her the wrong type of coffee, like sugar and coffee, and she attacked an FBI agent and tried to bite his nose off. Oh, dear Lord. While she was in trial, like in front of the judge, her lawyer said something and it pissed her off, and she grabbed the chair that she was sitting in and beat her lawyer with it. Holy shit. So, I think her insanity plea is going to go real well. However, (laughs) I have never heard of this before, that women have murdered because of menstrual cramps. And I feel like that's... Even my grandma laughed at it. (laughs) And she was like, I just don't feel like that's the real reason. Maybe she's just crazy and using that for the excuse. It sounds like a home run defense. Right. So, she might become a case eventually. I'm just so curious. And guess where she lived? Oh, I would definitely have to say Florida. No, she's from Michigan. Oh, no! Yeah, she got caught in Cincinnati, Ohio, but she is originally from Michigan. Well, that is very unfortunate. I feel like our crazies are catching up to some Florida crazies. No offense to our callers out there who live in Florida. But your crazies are crazy. You got some crazies. You know what isn't crazy? What's that? Our callers. Oh, true. Well, some of our callers may be crazy. They might be a little crazy, but I don't think any of these are. (laughs) We have Stacy S., Stephanie B. And Jessica D. Thank you guys so much for being callers. We would not know how to do this podcast without you. Yes, thank you. Wait a minute. I got a a funny uh, to tell before we get into this case. Okay, so sometimes your funnies are really funny and other times they're just, huh. So let's go. Okay, okay. So if blackbirds make black babies and bluebirds make blue babies, 
What bird makes no babies? I have no idea. Let me know. A swallow. <laughs> that, okay, so that, that one falls onto the funny spectrum. <laughs> so so inappropriate. But it's so, so inappropriate, so but it's funny. a good chuckle before we get into this case. And we may need it, because okay. it is crazy. Well, why don't you get us started on this case? So again, just a quick recap of how the episodes are going to be going this season on Guilty or Innocent. Keith and I are going to give you some background and the facts of the case like we usually do. But the actual story of the case will be shorter than normal compared to the trial time portion. During the trial time portion, I'll take the quote-unquote role of the prosecution and emphasize why Belva is guilty even if I truly agree or not. And Keith is going to take the role of the quote-unquote role of the defense and shed some light on why Belva is innocent. Again, even if he doesn't actually believe that she's innocent. Exactly. After all that, Ryan and myself will then play the role of, quote-unquote, the jury, and give our thoughts and opinions on the case after hearing the details. Then Ryan will tell us what actually happened to Belva. With all that being said, let's fire up that trusty time machine and head back to March 11th, 1924. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the time machine at all times. Call us when your dad cannot be held responsible for any lost limbs. Here, we will meet 39-year-old Belva Eleonora Gardner. That is such a fun, fun name. Right? Normally, we'd like to give you some background on Belva before we would get into the crime, but we don't have too much on her. Well, it's 1924. I feel like a lot of information about any woman in 1924, they <laughs> should, like, they were happy if their names were mentioned. <laughs> True story. I mean, because you go back another thousand years to when the Bible was wrote, and half those women didn't even get names. <laughs> that that's true. But in this instant, I don't know if you really wanted your name mentioned. Yeah, I mean, like when it goes to, hey, this person's a possible murderer. I don't know <laughs> if you want that one put on there, right? What we do know is that Belva is a three-time divorcee. She was also a cabaret singer in Chicago. Also, she acquired her last name after marrying William Gardner, who was 20 years older than her and had two-thirds of her divorce. I don't understand that. Make that make sense to me. Okay, well, she was married three times. Uh Uh-huh. And two-thirds of them were to William. Oh, so she got married to him, divorced a sorry ass, married somebody else, and then came back and said, hey, that other dude was a loser, let's get married again. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, that's it. Her divorce because she murdered him. Uh, no. Oh, okay. The reason for Oh, the- wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Her third marriage is because she murdered someone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm ready to hear this. <laughs> the reason for the divorces are due to the fact that Belva had a taste for younger gentlemen. Ooh. Ooh. Can you say scandalous? Scandalous. Okay, but now that kind of ruined a little bit, can you imagine being like, oh... You're a murderer. I love you. Marry me. Marry me again. Again. For, again. for the third time. <laughs> just, just crazy. Mm, that, yeah. I mean, I don't know if she tops that lady from the first story, but, <laughs> you know. All right. This will bring us up to the days leading to March 11th, 1924. Belva started a secret affair with a gentleman by the name of Walter Law. Well, how are you going to have a last name of Law and have a secret affair with somebody? <laughs> right? you breaking the law. Walter was a car salesman who was married himself, and he also had a child. Ooh, but ain't nobody gonna talk shit about Walter, are we? Right. Does Walter L- Walter Law sound like a 1920s porn name? I 
Hey, it's yeah. a Walter Law. I got your. Uh, I would say pizza, but did they even have pizza? <laughs> Was there pizza delivery back in the 1920s? I, probably not, ma'am. I'm here to fix your sink. <laughs> Can you just show me your navel real quick? Oh, scandalous. Scandalous. Now on to the night of March 10th, Belva and Walter went out for a night on the town. They visited different jazz clubs throughout the night and definitely had their fair share of drinks. Okay, who doesn't go out on the town and go, I'm going to get a little toasty. <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoyed this little section because how fun would it be to just, I went out on the town to some jazz clubs. I think a jazz club would actually be really fun to go to. Why don't we have any here? I don't know. You know what else would be really fun? Because now I'm thinking this probably had swing dancing. Oh, probably. Oh, could you imagine nine, like the Roaring Twenties swing dance? Yes, you are setting a very good image. Oh my God, that would be so much fun. I would love to do that. Yeah. That, oh. Our Twenties sucked. <laughs> Y'all remember that time? That sad, sad period in our life where we had to all stay inside and couldn't get close to anybody because, you know, death. Well, that was just a start. We're not even halfway through our 20s yet. Right. I think we flipped ours because for them in the 1920s, it was rage and fun at the beginning and ended in sadness. <laughs> ours started with sadness, so maybe we're getting ready to go into the happy fun time? Fingers crossed. Fingers super crossed. Because I don't know about you, Ryan. But are you ready to relive the ten plagues of Egypt all over again? <laughs> Not ideally. No, no, I don't think anybody is. And that will bring us to the morning of March 11th, 1924. The authorities found Walter's lifeless body positioned in the front seat of the car with a bottle of gin, a bullet in his head, and a gun next to him. Thanks to some admissions by Belva, the police were able to arrest her for murder the following day of the murders. For some, re for some reason unknown, and luckily for her, her very rich ex-husband got her one of the best defense lawyers money could buy. But with the but is the evidence too overwhelming that no amount of money can buy a way out of it? Alex Murdoch showed us that it isn't or that <laughs> it is. Ain't that ain't that the truth? Watched his ass get those cuffs just that, that was very enjoyable oh, to watch. It was the best taste of I loved every bit of that <laughs> salty judgment. Right. Okay, so I feel like I have some thoughts and opinions on this first part. Okay. But I'm going to save them because I want to hear the trial time and why you, as the prosecution, are going to say that she's guilty. Okay, all right. Well, let's take a look at the evidence supporting that. So, number one, the car that Walter's body was found in was Belva's car, which was parked right outside her home, by the way. Okay. Don't they live together? No, this is the man she's having an affair with. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Remember... She didn't kill William, she killed her... She's back with William at this point, correct? No. No, she's not remarried at this point. Nope. She's just a single lady living her life, having multiple men. <laughs> kind of like. Okay, but, but but there's no... ain't no. She's still a single lady. Ain't nobody got liked it and put a ring on it yet, again. I guess... For the third time. Technically, kind of, yes. Okay, but well, with... no, that's not a kind of yes, that's a yes or a no. Well, William Gardner's and Belva's relationship is very strange. Okay. So, Let, let's they got married way. and divorced a total of three times. Let's put it this way. Was she, at the point of Belva, or at Walter's body being found, 
Was she married that night? No, she was not. Okay, so she ain't nobody like it, ain't nobody put a ring on it again. Correct. But again, it is Walter, or it is William, her ex-husband. That helps her. Correct. Okay. So, I don't know if it was kind of like last week's episode, or it's, the relationship was never better, but I'm still a cheating lady. Well, she supposed allegedly there was no proof that she cheated. I true true story. This true story. one we have proof that she is seeing two men. All right, all right. Well, we'll move on to the next one then. Okay. So these next details are conflicting from different sources. Oh, I don't like that. I know, but they are important no matter which way you look at it. Okay. Either Belva was found in blood-soaked clothes the following day, or. There was blood-soaked clothes found in her place when the authorities went to talk to her. Ooh, full stop. I have an issue with that. It it can't be one or the other. You have, like, uh, keep going, because I have a lot of opinion on that. Right, okay. So, again, it was just, it doesn't change the facts. Right, right. It doesn't change the facts. In the end, Belva is linked to these blood-soaked clothes. Right. And it's again, it's 1920s, so I had to get my sources where I could. And No, I get it. I get it. It's sometimes hard to get sources that are correct. Well, not correct, but the best information. Right. But the overlapping fact was, again, Belva linked to these blood-soaked clothes. These blood-soaked clothes. That doesn't change. Right. All right. Number three. Belva admitted that she went out with Walter that night. Oh, I mean... So, she was with him. That that wasn't a lie. All right. And then finally, Belva also confessed that it was her gun that was next to Walter in the car. Ooh. Ooh. Ma'am. Ma'am. Don't. Don't. (laughs) Don't convince. You should have just went with. We went out for the night. (laughs) Excuse me, officer. After... After you get this man's body out of my car, could I have my gun back? Can I back? have my gun back? <laughs> so, so there are my prosecutor... Prosecutory? Yeah, that's what I was trying to fucking say. So, mm-hmm. boom. There we go. Okay, so can I give my point system on this? I love the point system. It's so much fun. All right. Okay, so my points. So, we're going to go with... The first one. The car that Walter's body was found in is Belva's car. That, ma'am, is a bad look for you. Uh, I understand that you both went out together in your vehicle. But why did he not get out of your car? Because so, uh, she blasted him in the well, face. That's what you're saying. That shush prosecution. <laughs> uh, okay. So now we're going to go to the blood-soaked clothes. My problem with this is... Is it actually true? Because one source you had said that she was in those same clothes. So if she's in those same clothes, is it because she reached in to see if he was still alive? Or did she find, like, did she try to strip her clothes off because she didn't want to get caught? So so I'm giving you a half a point for that. Okay. Okay. She admitted that she was out with Walter that night. So you get a point for that, but that's not a lie. She was out with Walter that night. Because she murdered his face, I agree. Well, that's what you're trying to claim. And then the gun, girl, why do you have your gun next to Walter in your car? Or was it just your gun is always in your car because you're a lady that's, I'm not going to say, living a wholesome life because you're not. But maybe she felt the need to protect herself because she had been out. Well, maybe some bad areas. And very good possibility. Or she 
shot him in the face and dropped the gun and booked it. But I feel like you would keep that. They didn't find his body until the next day. Well, yeah, the morning of, yeah, the following morning. Right, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to give a half a point for that. Okay, so what's that bring me to? A three out of four points? Yeah, you get three out of four this week. Damn, that's a very good prosecution, you guilty lady for shooting people uh, in the face that I you're having an affair like with. I feel like you're judging her because she had multiple men's in her life. I, I think I'm judging her because she shot a man in the face. Because you think she shot a man in the face. Well, I am going to tell you... That it only takes me casting doubt in one person's mind for her to get acquitted. All right, bring it on. All righty. Okay, so coming in at Belva's defense, there was a lot of heavy drinking that night. Once home, Belva headed upstairs immediately and passed out, leaving Walter in the car alone. Okay, okay. So you're going to try saying the she was too drunk? I'm just saying... I've been drunk enough before that you were taking forever to come in, and I left your ass where you were. And just passed out. And I went right into the bedroom and went took a nap. Okay, okay. Walter could have just been depressed. In an unhappy marriage with a child, but thriving for a life with Belva. Since he couldn't have it, he shot himself. Ooh, that's, that's a dark one. I mean... I'm not trying to say that's what I thought maybe that was when I first heard the prosecution, but, <laughs> you know. And, to piggyback off the last one during trial time, Belva said, quote, I liked him, and he loved me, but no woman can love a man enough to kill him. They aren't worth it because there are always plenty more. End quote. It's pretty savage, Belva. No shit, she said. I wouldn't kill no man. If I wanted the dick, I could go get it myself. <laughs> Jesus. You see, I'm a fine piece of Belva ass. She she was on the verge of being the first one to say, plenty of fish in the sea. That, that is exactly what she just said. She said, your dick ain't good enough, I'll go find a new dick. <laughs> There's dick everywhere. There's so much dick everywhere. <laughs> just, oh, loads of tech. <laughs> Finally, the big one. What would the motive be? Okay. Well, Damn. That is a very good defense. Thank you. Thank you. I will accept your apology now. From from, from who? Belva shooting someone in the face? From you, claiming oh. that my my poor, poor woman over here that just wanted to get some good dick was the one over here shooting men in the face. <laughs> All right, I guess. Typically, it would have been reversed for her. <laughs> that's... that's... All right, well, let's... Break it down. I'll break it down for you like you broke it down for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know. All right. Well, I'm going to start at the bottom. Okay. What's the motive? Right. What is it? Major point for you there. Thank you. There is no clear motive. No. Unless she's like trying to ditch him and wanting to get back with but she's, William. I don't know. In my mind, she's not shown any signs of having that issue before with her three divorces in the 20s, you have to remember, this is the 20s. It's hard to get divorced as a woman in the 20s. Right, right. Yeah. But she was able to do it three times. Three times. <laughs> All right. And then there was a lot of heavy drinking. Mm-hmm. We know alcohol can influence things like no other. So what if instead of her going upstairs and immediately passing out, she blasted him in the face in a drunken rage because they got into a fight? Oh, a heated argument. See, I just don't think she did. Hmm. 
Okay, go on to my next one. All right. This one, with Walter being depressed, I can give you a point. It's it's possible he was depressed and he killed himself. Okay. But again, it's, oh, hey, I'm depressed. Can I have your gun to shoot myself in the face? So I have a question for that. And I'll wait until we get into the where do we stand part to ask that. Because I, I do actually have a few questions about the actual crime scene. Okay. Well, then I will cover the last one real quick about the her her vicious quote of being a little cock-hungry whore. I don't think that was vicious. I think that was... She needs a standing fucking ovation for the quote of the century right there. Oh, goodness. Don't hate on her because she liked the dick. I mean... <laughs> you like the dick, I like the dick. Hey, now. So, I, <laughs> as, far as, as far as it goes, I just... I don't feel it's a good enough reason. To say I, I feel, wouldn't have killed somebody because I could have found it somewhere else? Correct. Oh, I think that's a wonderful reason. I'm I'm sorry. She was she was playing WAP before WAP was a song. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I don't know. I think overall, out of your four points, I think I would only give you one, and that's for the the big one, the motive. What? You're only gonna give me one? You're not even gonna give me one for him being depressed? Okay, yes, yeah, so I can give you that. One as well. I'm sorry. I'll give you a two out of four. Okay. I will accept your two out of four. So that's a three to two. Okay. So let's get to us as juries and the questions that we have on this case. Okay? Okay. Okay. So my first question to you is, where was the gun found? Was he right or left-handed? Do you know? I don't know which hand he is. Okay. But I know the gun was found in the car in the next to him. Okay. Because then this brings up the other, another point that I wanted to bring up as the jury, and that is, is it possible that he just knew where the gun was? He's be- He rides around with her everywhere. Uh, it's possible that he knew, except for, I guess I, we should have added this in, the gun is normally inside her purse. And this time it's not. No, it wasn't. She said in her um, questioning that her gun is in her purse, and she keeps it on her for protection. Okay, so then that brings me to... Could he, out of depression, and realizing that Belva didn't love him in the way that he thought she did, because she was so easily able to go to Walter to get him to help her. You mean William? Or Yeah, William. Sorry. That to get William to help her. Do you think that he could have, at that point, just grabbed her gun out of her purse without her noticing and then just stuck, like, set it next to him. Kind of just, like, hit it somewhere underneath him. And then he told her to go inside and that he would be in in a few minutes. Waits for the lights to go off and then shoots and kills himself. That is one hell of a tale you are spinning. That is like having to have the stars, the suns, the moons, but and the planets all aligned. How? Because they're all drinking. She drove. Both of them. Right. They're, they've both been drinking. She drove. They could have had a conversation in that car ride home that he wants more out of this relationship, and she's not willing to give that. He knows that she has a gun, and him just being like, hey, I'm so, I don't want to go back to my wife and kids, just while she's driving and she's not paying attention, because mind you, she's drunk, she's not going to be looking everywhere else but in front of her, grabs the gun and just sets it next to himself, and then says, I'll be in in a minute. Go ahead and go inside. Like, me personally, I don't buy that. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry. For me, it's the 
you gotta, you're gonna have to sell me your story then. So go ahead as your jury side, because that's where I stand. I don't oh. think she did it. That is my story. Oh, wow. and I think okay. that's what could have happened. So again, you got to keep in mind there's there's no DNA stuff. Right. That's not a real thing right now. Right. So you have to look at it with that mindset. So yes, you are innocent until proven guilty. But when it comes to the arresting and charging, it's more so of a more than likely rather than a without a doubt. Right. You have a lady, secret affairs, mm-hmm. all over, going out and, and doing their little jazz club drinking thing. Okay. In her car. A man is found dead in her car mm-hmm. with her gun. In her apartment, she is covered in blood. Okay. Or there is a blood-soaked thing. Her clothes are on the floor. Right. Thinking like a 1920s police detective, what do you do? Okay, see, but that's the thing that holds me up, and I wish there was actual clear detail on it. If they got there and she was covered in his blood, I would not think that she... I I wouldn't give more credence to my story. Because then I'd go, oh my god, she went out and checked on him to see if he still had a pulse and got his blood on her. Okay, but... But if they're off and on the ground and hidden somewhere, then I give your story more credence. Okay, so based on what you just said, Mm -hmm. she's not the one who called the police. Oh. So if she was truly worried or checking on him... I felt like she was... Who was the one that called the police then? A witness. I thought she was her own witness. When it said witness, I thought it meant her in that. I'm sorry. So, uh, see, now I feel like I need to change. My story would be a really good defense if I was a defender. Okay. We have to give me credit for that because I did put that all together of this is what could have happened. I mean, I think it's, 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 it's something that could have happened, but is it enough to make a reasonable doubt? Not in my head. But my thing, well, I mean, to me it would, but... Now that you're saying that it was somebody else that called, and it wasn't her... Yeah, and then they looked at the license plate, right? tracked it back to her. Now I'm wondering, oh, could it have truly been that they got into a fight? So we're going to take part of my story. They got into a fight about him wanting more, and she was like, I'm just going to off a bitch. (laughs) Like, this dick won't go back to the dick seat. that's, That's murder. Right, and now she's committed murder. I feel 50-50 on this one. Okay, so, where do we stand? I'm gonna say 50-50. I could... I could find doubt, but I can also see if there was enough pressure on me in that room, I would vote guilty. Do you think there's a lot of pressure going on in this room? There is 100% a lot of pressure in this room right now. Yeah, there is. This To me, this is... This would definitely She's get guilty. you thrown out of the jury room. She is guilty. She murdered She's his face. Me that I have to vote guilty. <laughs> I don't want to. I think she didn't do it. But if I don't vote guilty with him, he's going to keep us here for another five fucking hours, no. and I just can't do You that. lying bitch. So I'm going to have to vote guilty because even though I don't think she's guilty, are I'm you have to serious? Go you really think she's not guilty? I 100% think Having she's the innocent. 1920s mindset. Remember, you got to do I, that. I do. I do. Oh, boy. Okay. Because we're getting close to the Great Depression. He could have very Great much... Depression's already done. Depression was in the teens. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm just saying he could have very much done it to himself. Okay. I just don't like that she wasn't her own witness. Yeah, no. She witnessed saying it was my car, my gun, and my house. Right. Okay. Well... <laughs> 
just she's, because it she's could screaming be all of me. your things doesn't mean that you're the one that did it. Somebody could come into our house and stab me to death, but it happened in our house with our knives. Doesn't mean you did it. Well, no, because I would then have to be like, oh, it was my, my knives and my murder. Right, but it doesn't mean that you did it. All right. Well, okay. We'll just say split. I believe she is guilty. And I believe she's innocent. So you tell me what the jury decided. All right. So what actually happened? Okay. Well, quick fact. Women weren't allowed on juries in Illinois until 1939. So was an all-male jury. So she's not even being judged by her peers. Her pe- peers with her peens, I guess. Right. So now it's a bunch of men going, she's a floozy. So well, of course um, now she's instantly guilty. Well, after a short deliberation, the verdict was in. Belva was found not guilty. Oh, oh my God, my girl was found not guilty? <laughs> And she was acquitted in June 1924. Belva, you get it, girl. You ha- you you did it, and you get it. Well, let's see if you still feel it that way after this. Oh, oh, is uh, there is there it is, <laughs> is there some updates to the updates? No, according okay. to a source about the male juries of that era, says quote, they're disinclined to believe that attractive white women could not be a stone cold killers. End quote. So the fact that she was a sexy white lady simply said... Was the source of that a woman (laughs) that said, males just don't think women can be killers? Hey, I'm just... And she was attractive, that bitch. She probably (laughs) slept with my man. I'm just saying. That just sounds like a hateful woman saying that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't don't you just say me. I'm just saying. That sounds like a hateful woman. <laughs> it could have said, been. That bitch slept with my man. Now I'm going to talk about how none of these men had enough balls to get her because she was hot as hell up on that jury <laughs> or up on that stand. Look at her red lipstick and her navel showing. Or <laughs> or the, the source could have been a very knowledgeable historian who... I'm calling bullshit on knowledgeable historian. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. So, you, uh, did you put that quote in there yourself? Is that a quote made by you? <laughs> no, I am all for the rights of a sexy white woman being stone cold killers. I love it. I think, you know, <laughs> femme fatales, man. You gotta watch those women. Ain't that the truth? That's why we're gay. Yes, nasties. Yeah, nasties. They're really not nasty, but that is a fun <laughs> joke. We're gonna get a lot of hate mail this week. Whatever, our callers love us. They do. So, there you have it. That is the case of Belva Gertner. I really like this case. And I really like the way the season is going on, how we, again, have gone back to finding ourselves on different front sides here. I mean, I still can't believe you thought that. I think you're just a hater-tater against a hot woman. Lanta. Okay, well. 100% on your side. Be hot and don't murder. Just do you. (laughs) Oh, and then another fun Side note, mm-hmm. you know that Broadway play Chicago? Oh, is that is she? She's one of the characters that's portrayed. Oh. See, that's not very fun because in the Cell Block Tango? I don't freaking know. Because I feel like there's a Cell Block Tango kind of thing. There was another girl that kind of murdered someone, too, that was also, also inspired. Yes, so probably, yeah. probably. <sighs> I just, this was a fun case. I was kind of a little nervous going into this one. Because you always seem to find really dark cases for me, and I have to think, God, do I... Honestly, before I left work, I told somebody, I need to mentally prepare. This might go real good or real bad. I mean, personally, I I was just kind of happy to find one that 
She was acquitted, and I felt she should not have been. And oh, I think like she should have. And then last week we had a lady who I felt should have been acquitted. Yeah, and I did too on that one. And she was found guilty. Right. And served 20 years until eventually released. But still, she was found guilty and lost 20 years of her life. Well, callers, let us know what you think. Do you think that Belva is guilty or innocent? We love hearing about these. Yes, we do. As always, we have talked about mental health issues here. It's something that everybody suffers from. Yes, yes. And you are always in charge of your own mental health. So if you or anybody that you know is having a mental health crisis or suicidal thoughts, please call 988 where a trained professional is standing by to help you with that. Also, if you liked our episode, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Don't forget to follow us on the socials, facebook.com slash callusdead. Follow us on TikTok at callusdead, where you can see some fun videos of us, or better yet, the chunky kitty Dracaris, the little baby sugar gliders Emma and Regina, or of course, our baby girls Lola and Bailey, or email us at callusdead at yahoo.com to tell us what you thought about the case. Ask questions, suggest some cases, or just to say hi. Also, if any of you callers would like us to give a shout-out or message to someone you know, let us know. But until then, remember to stay strong, do everything with love, know there is always hope, and in case you forget, you can always call us when you're dead. Now on to the march of, oh my gosh, not on to the march. Now on to the night of March 10th. Belva and Walter went out for a night on the town. Ooh, I did not like how I read that either. That was fun. We're going to retry that again. Do it. But thriving for a life with Belva. I'm sorry, say that again? A life. Oh, okay. I'll re-say that one.